record. Hey guys, and welcome to the Lift Your Life podcast with myself, Leah, and my co-host, Holly. So today, we thought we would do a little bit of a deep dive into Christmas and all things Christmas and how essentially to manage the social occasions that come along at this time of the year. It can be quite a tough time um, going through this time of year, and I think a lot of people worry about it a little bit, and it's a conversation I've had with quite a few clients as well in terms of, you know, being able to go off and enjoy yourself a bit more without um, getting into the the type of, like, self-sabotage mode. Um, And I think a lot of people do use the time over Christmas as a little bit of an excuse to just go on a bit of a mad one with the with the food side of things um that's the facet button yeah literally so um we thought it would be useful to go through our advice on how to approach Christmas um and getting that balance really between enjoying yourself enjoying time with your family having some nice food having your advent calendar which is of course essential and also not going absolutely mad um, and going into January feeling like a load of shit basically yeah I think the important thing to remember is that Christmas day is obviously one day but we tend to roll it into Christmas month sometimes Christmas two months like people ushering words of Christmas at the beginning of November so if you had one day completely where you threw everything out the window and went ham on everything and just ate the world realistically one day is not going to set you back that much or at all but if you roll this into a week two weeks four weeks six weeks that's when things start to snowball and you might start to kind of hinder your progress or set yourself back a little bit particularly if your goal is currently fat loss and you have a number of weeks where you're not really um, acting in a way that's in alignment with your goals it's going to potentially stop you from achieving what you want to achieve in the time frame you've given yourself. So you just need to be careful of that. Um, it's not an excuse to go absolutely mad for the whole Christmas season. Um, and if you break it down and are a bit logical about it, realistically, the amount of meals you have that are social or out of routine, they're a very small percentage of your overall total number of meals for December so you'll have obviously Christmas day we call it uh, Stephen's day but you UK people call it Boxing Day I didn't know that yeah we call it Stephen's day um so on these days you might have a social meal uh, a family meal something like that but there are so many other opportunities throughout the month to adhere to your normal structure and routine that you can really minimize the, the total damage or any damage that you're going to cause by just being really like realistic and reasonable the times when you're not when you're not with family or friends or you're not going out to eat or you know your meals are completely within your control there's so many opportunities to absolutely nail it yeah yeah I agree and I think it does come down massively to the mentality over the Mm -hmm. whole month and if you are in the mindset of thinking it's Christmas and using that as like an excuse for every single thing and every single day you're going to find yourself probably going into January not feeling that great in yourself and it's just being logical with it as well isn't it and looking back and thinking if I get to January and I've just spent the last four months basically doing whatever the hell I want am I really going to 
you know, is that going to be worth it going into January feeling that way? And that's not me saying, obviously, you need to be following a meal plan and you need to be really strict every day. It's just me saying, I think there still needs to be some element of mindfulness throughout the month and as a whole. And like you just said, if you actually break it down, it's probably five days, isn't it? You've got what Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So if you look at that throughout December, which is what, 31 days? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 31 days. 31 days. Had to do a little song in my head then. Um <laughs> 31 days. So you've got still got what 20, like more than what's that basically three quarters of the month more than that where you can be really really on it and you know even if you are going out for a meal because I mean like we were just talking before and I've got like three meals out this week and I think it's pretty normal throughout December to have maybe two three four meals out maybe a couple of drinks a week I think I would say it's pretty normal for most people um if you're going out and you're eating whatever you want you're drinking whatever you want and then you're getting home and you're diving into a box of celebrations as well of course you're going to come out of December having gained body fat, you know, but I think it's just not letting yourself get into that mentality where you're using it's Christmas as an excuse to just eat whatever you want and put yourself in a situation where you're not going to feel very good in yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of the issue as well is this dichotomous way of thinking where either I'm going to be really good or I'm going to be bad. Yeah. in between so if you go in thinking I'm going to be so so good with this meal I'm only going to have the chicken salad I'm going to have the sauce on the side I'm going to have only diet drinks and that's your one extreme and then your other extreme is fuck it I'm going to have whatever I want I deserved it I've worked really really hard and I'm just going to like no holds barred just go for whatever that's your extreme and I think it's very common to think that these are the only two ways to approach a meal out or a social occasion when really most of us should be sitting in the middle pretty much most of the time, I would say, where I don't believe, especially if you're not dieting, I don't believe you need to go into these occasions and say, I'm not going to have what I want because it's bad for me or it's fattening or it has too many calories because realistically there are no such thing as fattening foods and slimming foods all foods are foods they just have different densities and different nutrient values so realistically you could go into a restaurant and get the biggest burger known to man and if you still eat to your level of of what you need for your body you won't gain weight from it eating the amount that that you require it's really really important to work on those skills of mindful eating and intuitive eating and just being present with your food, sitting down to eat it. And we've done previous podcasts on this if you want to go back and listen, because it's very easy. Like if I was, you know, distracted or I was watching a movie and I had like a huge bag full of popcorn with like loads of butter, loads of salt, loads of calories, I could literally demolish that and it would be gone before I even realize. And then at the end of the movie, I look down and it's gone and I haven't even registered that I've eaten a morsel of that popcorn. Yeah literally put myself in a blank room and I sat down with that bowl and I only let myself eat one tiny piece at a time there's no way I would be able to consume it at the same level or or the same speed because I'm being present I'm being mindful I'm thinking about the flavors the textures the taste all that kind of stuff and and this is something you need to implement into your daily life and in social occasions and I don't know if you've ever heard of the raisin experiment but it a way that people practice mindful eating by having this raisin and literally taking 10 minutes to eat it and to assess it and to analyze it and all this kind of stuff and it's a really really good way 
to get your brain in that mind frame of, okay, you know, I'm eating this food, but I need to be able to, you know, experience all the, all the senses and all the textures and tastes and, and aromas and everything like that, because that's really, really important to enjoy it, to feel satisfied. You'll end up feeling much fuller. Um, you'll, you won't go away feeling that you could have eaten more, that you didn't feel satiated. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a good practice. Yeah. And I think another good point as well is to, because there's so many snacks and like, you know, food, the shops are like chock-a-blocked, aren't they? With like nuts, chocolates, cookies, mm. everything you could possibly want. And like, I love food. <laughs> That's mm. And it would be yeah. very easy for me to just go into the shops, buy a load of food and just sit and demolish it all. But I think what really helps as well is staying a bit more clear of those sorts of things and using your social occasions when you're out with your family, with your friends, and you're actually enjoying time together, using those to be a bit more flexible. And then the times when you're at home and you just kind of sat around or you're working or you're watching TV or you're in your normal routine, using those days to just stick to your normal structure. So making sure you still get your steps in, you still get your sessions in, you stick into like your however many protein servings a day, like you're keeping your meals quite similar. And then just using those days, so Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, etc., where you might go and have a bit, have a buffet with your family, or go out for dinner and have a dessert and a couple of glasses of wine. But you don't. I think there's no need to sit and do that. For example, for the two weeks leading up to Christmas, like you can, you you're in a position where you can just stick to your normal routine. And yeah, there might be the odd meal out with your friends or work dues or whatever, and go and enjoy those occasions. But you can still keep up all these positive habits on the times around those those meals out and I think that's the key thing really is not just letting your routine and your good habits completely go for the full month just keeping that good routine keeping all these positive things in your bill and then just enjoying those meals out rather than just sitting and snacking on food just because it's there because that's not going to make you feel any better or help you in any way yeah and as you just said like it's not going to make you feel better like if you're just sitting there vegging out all day every day just snacking and grazing and nibbling here and there like you're not going to feel your best you're going to feel a bit lethargic and low energy and just a bit crap like when you're out of your normal routines if you stuck to your normal routine as close as possible via the social occasions you're going to go to the social occasions feeling good about yourself because you know you're still looking after yourself you haven't let anything fall or slip and you're still maintaining your good habits because the reason why you have those good habits in the first place is because they make you look and feel good so yeah. why drop them out when you want to feel your best and when you want to go to occasions feeling good about yourself you know happy with how you're looking you know dressing up you know being confident all the kind of stuff you don't want to start going to these occasions feeling all crap just because you've let things slide for the last month you know yeah yeah and it's not this is not us saying either like don't eat any like nice food over Christmas but it's just there's a difference between having a couple of chocolates and maybe factoring that into your day in the evening as opposed to sitting and demolishing 25 quality streets in one go. Like there's a difference. So I think it's just applying that mindfulness when you are in the house and you may be around the Christmas time. Like if you want to have a mince pie or if you want to have a couple of chocolates and you are, for example, if you're tracking your calories, you could quite easily like put that in at the start of your day and then adjust the rest of the day around it. So you can have something like that as like a little bit of something a bit nicer but it's the, the the difference between doing that and going all in and demolishing, you know, boxes of chocolates and snacks every single day for like one to two months on end. Yeah. And I can guarantee if you sat yourself with a box of roses and mindlessly ate through the whole box versus you go off, you make yourself a cup of tea, you sit down, you pick your two favourites, 
you you eat both of them you enjoy them you savor them you appreciate them i can guarantee you'll feel more satisfied after the two that you've taken time to enjoy than by just eating the whole box mindlessly you'll feel you'll feel less sick you'll have enjoyed it more and you'll have consumed way less calories and you would have made no dent so you can easily track that in as leah said easy track in little things like that and you'll feel satisfied like I often feel satisfied by just two chocolates cup of tea enjoy them pick out my favorites done yeah Leah said with the mince pies most mince pies probably range around 150 to 200 calories because I was looking at them earlier (laughs) you can even get mini ones that are only 100 calories and like realistically you can eat a protein bar for 250 calories where you can have you know a mince pie the calories so it's like which would make you feel less deprived which will give you that craving satisfaction Um, yeah it's yeah. just making smart choices really isn't it yeah yeah and it's not I think a lot of people worry because they're like there's going to be a lot of snacks around there's going to be this around there's going to be that around but I think it's just like you got to put your goals first at the end of the day and just think is this going to actually help me is it going to make me feel any better um and I think a lot of people as well like it's the way we're all brought up aren't we like around Christmas there is just more food it's a very social time like I think people are just brought up in a way that it's normal to just get into that mentality and go and do whatever you want for four months with food over Christmas and it's Mm -hmm. just but if you start challenging that and thinking actually you know what it's five days and realistically you going and eating your Christmas dinner having a few drinks having a dessert going out for meals over these five days it's probably not going to do anything at all it's those days in between that people completely lose lose control and you know consume anything and everything inside just because it's christmas it's that that leads to the 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 weight gain throughout the christmas period Mm -hmm. not the actual day itself of christmas so it's just Mm -hmm. you know staying conservative and i think i it's not it's not something i think people say yeah but it's hard there's food around it's oh it's really hard but i would just want to eat and yeah you could go and do that and again there would be nothing wrong if it's your choice if you make that active decision think actually you know what i want to sit and eat like i want to enjoy this then you've got to acknowledge and accept the fact that you are probably going to be eating in a hefty calorie surplus and that is therefore going to lead to some weight gain so it's just weighing up what you want as well and what is going to make you the happiest in yourself because there's nothing wrong with eating more. If you want to eat more and you want to go full out on your Christmas, go for it. But you've got to be able to deal with the consequences of that as well. Yeah, you need to take ownership of yeah. your decision. You need to be like, okay, right, I want to just go for it. I don't want to have to worry about calories. I don't want to be mindful. I just want to go for it. That's absolutely fine. And you're completely entitled to it. But just be aware of the consequences and take ownership of that decision and the actions and yeah. what's going to ensue after that. Um, but for most of us, that's not necessarily the best option, particularly for people like myself and Leah with competitive goals and aspirations. And, and we have short term and long term goals that we need to reach. Um, so for us, we want to be able to navigate the Christmas season, enjoying it, obviously, because we love spending time with our friends and family. And eating mince pies. What? And eating mince pies. We, are, we want to eat mince pies and we want to enjoy the Christmas season. And also it's my birthday as well. So I have to enjoy mm-hmm. that. Um, but I also know that I want to step on stage next year. Leah wants to step on stage next year. So we want to make sure that our actions are aligned with yeah. the goal we want to achieve yeah. in the future. Yeah. I, I think that's the big thing, isn't it? Like deciding, okay, like what do I want out of this time frame? Like what is going to make me the happiest? Have a sit down and have a think about that because I think that then dictates the actions that you take throughout the month. So, like for me, for example, I know I want to go into January and I don't want to have put on 
x amount of weight you know body fat because I'm gonna then have to lose that going back into a fatal phase of the competition so for me like I know that I am gonna stick to my calories stick to everything on those days in between and then I'll have for example I've got a I've got a meal on Christmas Eve that I'm going out with my family so I know on Christmas Eve I'm gonna have to plan my day so I can save those calories for the evening so I can go out so I already am preempting like in my head okay this is how I'm gonna do it uh, I know obviously Christmas day I'll just boxing day I'll probably just go and you know have have what I want but again it's not okay going to be a case of going mad it's just going to be not tracking my food and eating what I fancy basically but then I know as soon as boxing day is done that day that time in between boxing day and new year I know I'll be back to tracking my food again because I know that's going to help me get to where I want to be in January so for me that that is going to dictate the, the actions that I take so it's me yeah. taking ownership of okay this is how I want to feel so this is what I need to do to get that result of how I want to feel and where I want to be in January because I know me going into January and I can eat a lot of food. Like I have a big appetite and I absolutely love food. And I, I can sit and eat and eat and eat and just, you know, I can keep going forever, but I know. So it's not that we find it easy as well. Like it's not that food just doesn't bother me. And I think a lot of people think that about coaches. Well, it's easy for them. Like they're just really into stuff and they don't, you know, it doesn't bother them like it does everyone else. But I am literally a huge foodie and Holly is as well. And I do still have to really put effort and time into planning this and, and, you know, being mindful and being, you know, planning it around my evenings and my meals out and stuff like that in order to make the progress. So that was me sitting down thinking, okay, what do I want? What's going to make me happy? And then making sure that I've planned and accounted for these things so that I'm where I want to be in January. Mm, Yeah. Um, yeah as you said the same thing with me I've always had a big appetite I've always been someone that finished my plate I'm not someone that just eats a few bites I'm like oh I'm actually full yeah that's literally not us, is it? <laughs> I've had to really train myself not to do that when I go out to restaurants like I'm always afraid of myself if I go out to eat and I leave some food left on the plate I'm like well done Holly you did so well there because I usually just lick it clean no matter what um so it's not easy for me and like I've never been someone at the moment I'm eating probably like more calories than I ever have before but I'm not someone that can eat loads of calories in the off season I always have to track always have to be careful you know I'm not someone that just you know I always see people on Instagram they're like oh I didn't track for a few days and I dropped weight it's so annoying in my off season I'm like oh wish that was me but it's not <laughs> so or you know guys who go on holiday and they have to work so hard not to lose weight on holiday and they usually come back like five kilos lighter but yeah. you know they want I'm always like oh it's so unfair um so yeah if you're like a smallish female with a small frame like you're realistically you're gonna have to be yeah about these things um another thing that we want to consider is like uh, we've talked a lot about you know your decision and your choice to act a certain way but I think it's important to mention the popular the opportunity for there to be a bit of peer pressure among yes 100 percent um because even if you have the best intentions you fall off track and you've got your face and you, you want to stay on track it can be really hard around Christmas because all the people who have seen you you know track your food all year and go to the gym and diet and and do your cardio all of a sudden they're going to be you know they might be a little uh hmm a little bit of Dutch courage and I've had a few drinks on them and and say to you like why don't you just loosen the reins why don't you just chill for a bit you know it's not going to be the end of the world just for god's sake eat this and drink that and why can't you be normal all those phrases have been thrown at me at social occasions and and it can be hard because you know you have a certain goal and and it's hard to explain to someone who doesn't fully understand so 
just just remember that like you are in control of your body and what you eat and what you drink and what you do and just because someone else is telling you to do a certain thing to be normal to loosen the reins to chill out like that's on them that's their opinion it's not what you yeah. true you know you don't have to believe what they say or or think what they say to be true and a lot of the time when people make those comments at you it's usually a projection of what they're feeling themselves I have family members like that where I for dinner and or, or I go to someone's house and they've made dinner for me and then they have dessert and I say no thank you I'm, I'm full I'm fine they'll almost project on their guilt for themselves eating it onto yeah. me well, oh you never eat those things and aren't you so good and look at me I'm I'm not good like yeah on you so just be aware that what they say to you is not is often nothing to do with you. It's yeah. to do with how you feel about themselves. Yeah. And don't let that change how you want to act because yeah. you at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think it's also remembering that your goals and how you feel ultimately, that that's something that's going to be with you long term. Whereas their feelings mm-hmm. and their emotions, they're probably maybe if they're annoyed at you for a minute or they think, oh, that's stupid. Like, why are they doing that? Like that's temporary you know you're the one that's got to deal with how you feel and your perception of yourself you know their 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 thoughts they're projecting onto you that's just a temporary thing and that will go so it's just staying strong with like what you want for yourself and what is ultimately going to make you happy as well and remembering that at the end of the day like I, I always flip this as well and think you know if there was someone that was just completely eating whatever they wanted and was maybe never going to the gym or like sat sat in all day and didn't go on any walks or anything no one would ever turn around to them. Um, no one would ever turn around to them and be like, um, oh, why aren't you going to the gym? Like, you're not very healthy. You need to stop eating so much. Like, oh, you're so lazy and never go on any walks. And you just wouldn't, would you? You just would no. never say that to anyone. And I think, like, if someone did turn around and say that, you'd be like, oh, that's so rude. Like, why are you saying that to them? But if it's flipped and you do that to someone who actually is probably doing the better thing with looking after themselves and being healthy and not overeating and not consuming shed loads of alcohol. It's seen as like, oh, that's okay to say that to someone that actually looks after themselves. But to say that to someone who doesn't look after themselves and they're probably, you know, a lot more at risk of these like health conditions and all these things, that's seen as okay. So I think really like if you flip it, you wouldn't ever say that to anyone. So why should you worry about someone saying that to you if you are looking after yourself? Yeah. And just remember, like, as Leah said, their comments are short term. They're going to pass. They're going to forget about it. You're going to go home and you probably won't see them for a while. Yeah. You are the one that has to sit in your body. Like your body is your permanent home. So you need to do and act in a way that you are happy in your own home because someone's fleeting comment at a social. You're not going to see them until maybe not until next Christmas. Like, so is what they're going to say really going to dictate how you feel in your own home and environment yeah. you have to take care of and you have to live in that's up to you yeah you know what I just thought of a really good analogy for this when you just said like home like you know if you bought a house and you were like decorating your house and you like had this say if you're you painted the walls and you're like this is my favorite color in the world like my house is beautiful you buy the sofa you want someone comes in and is like that color on the wall is disgusting like you need to change that color you wouldn't just go and repaint your whole house no color that you hated because that person didn't like the color of your house like it's no. your house you've got to live in that house so you decorate it how you want and I think it's the same with the choices you make that are going to affect what you feel like and what you look like as well like it's your body it's your mind do what you know do what is going to make you happy and make you feel comfortable yeah and what I always find as well is that 
I think from if you go to anyone's house and they have like a roast dinner or something like that, I find it really easy to navigate a roast dinner because it's, you know, lean meats, it's potato, limit the gravy, grand, no issue. But I am so fussy with desserts to the point like I will never eat anything out of politeness for desserts because there's just like you can you can find nutritious like every single savory meal is pretty much nutritious in some way but dessert you're literally eating for taste and for enjoyment and flavor and I'm not wasting my calories on a dessert I don't like I'm just not doing it I'm like I'm so So if any dessert comes out that isn't my perfect dessert I just won't eat it I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that I'm gonna enjoy a dessert waste my calories on it and realize I could have eaten something else that was a lot nicer that I enjoyed a lot more I could have gone home and had my bowl of oats that I was looking forward to but instead I've wasted it on that like (laughs) my ones anything with lemon is a big no-no I for some reason I love lemon dessert or I love lemon drinks like you know squash and lemon cordial I love lemon sweets you know hard-boiled sweets hate lemon desserts a lemon meringue pie lemon cheesecake lemon anything no so I will not eat it I just won't anything with like heavy cream I don't like meringue I don't like anything really anything with citrus fruit in it it's just a big what's your dessert then um mine are always very chocolatey and caramelly so like I love a chocolate fondant or a chocolate bomb any warm chocolate brownie some sort of a cheesecake that doesn't have citrus I very I very much like I feel like we're very similar on the dessert front. Mm. Anything like, oh, what else? I love a good like pecan pie, a really, really nice. I love got some good crumbles, like a pear and almond tart. Um, anything like frangipan, that kind of stuff. But um, oh yeah, it has to be really specific. Um, yeah. So yeah. And can I just ask, have you got an advent calendar? I don't, but only because I'm so fussy with desserts and I couldn't find one I wanted. So I don't have one. Um, I was looking for one, being like, if I find one I really like, I'll get it. But I have one. I'm not saying that, oh, you know, you're not a real bodybuilder, you're not a real tradie if you don't have one. I just couldn't find one I liked. I'm I'm still on the hunt. So I'll have to catch up and eat like five. Um, I do find one. Um, but yeah, do you have one? I have a lint one, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking either lint or I had Reese's last year. This one, uh, but I kind of wanted to like switch it up a bit, but I just a bit slow on the uptake also I've been so busy this week so my parents coming tonight so I've like, tried to like get, I had to buy a blow buy a second duvet buy a second set of duvet like so I've been very busy making sure I have everything ready for them so that I've been so organized so I have to be forgiven guys so I was... but, yeah anyway that pretty much wraps it up doesn't it to be fair um is there anything else I want to cover Oh, also just in terms of like training, obviously the gyms are going to be shut yeah. for days, but um, like just like, I know there are some people who are like, you must have set rest days and set training days. No, you don't. Like just, if you can't train on Christmas day, train the day before, train the day after. Just change it round. If you have four or five sessions in the week, just, just find four or five days to train. Like I, I yeah. never have set rest days because it doesn't suit my, my type of life. I'm just on the go all the time. Um, and you know, I'm still here. I'm still kicking. So yeah. And you need to take two back-to-back rest days. You need to take two back-to-back, three back-to-back training days. It's gra- It's only a week or two. Like you'll find it <laughs> honestly fine. And if you have to succumb to three, four sessions, you you won't die. You know, do three full body or an upper lower, upper lower for one or two weeks. You'll be grand. It's better to do that than just to not do it at yeah. all. To go and do something. So. Yeah. 
yeah no definitely I agree I agree. Um, don't forget your step count keep your step count in yeah. cardio in don't drop it out keep everything as normal as possible when possible yeah, yeah. keep up I think the, the main bit of advice really is when you can Mm-hmm. keep up as many positive habits as you can keep up your yeah. water intake keep up your steps your training like your, your calorie intake and then just allow yourself a bit more flexibility on those odd few days so it's just again not getting into that all or nothing mentality and you'll feel so much better than if you affected all like the window definitely as much constant as possible and then the little the little social occasions they'll just dip in here and there they'll be the minimal bits that you'll have to navigate around but other than that just living your normal life and it's absolutely grand and you'll you'll feel so much better yeah and go and enjoy go and enjoy your Christmas remember it's about being with your family and being with your friends and spending time together I think what really helped me as well is shifting the focus and obviously Mm. like the food is an amazing part of Christmas like don't get me wrong and I will definitely be enjoying some like nice meals and food but I think shifting the focus onto doing things and spending time together as opposed to the food and the drink can really help yeah, I think we've spoken about this before when we were say when we did a podcast been navigating for social yeah. Think of the food as like in the periphery that it like um supports or like complements the occasion, but your family and friends are the focal point and the food just kind of like complements around it. It's not like food is the main occasion that that's yeah. there as a like a lubricant for the event, you know? Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So that rounds it up lovely. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys have any questions or concerns, our DMs are always open if you want to ask us a question or any anything you want to clarify on or any advice you need, because we're happy to provide it. Definitely. And I'm just going to do a little plug as well for the Facebook group. So I think you've got a free group as well, haven't you? I have. I need I need to start it again. You're, you're really good and active on it. I have one that I need to generate. Um, I just started a, a newsletter that goes out once a week. So if anyone wants to sign up to the newsletter, just drop me a message and I'll add you to the list. OK, so perfect. So we've got Holly's newsletter. Mm-hmm. I've also got a free Facebook group, which has loads more content in. So you can that's linked in through my Instagram. You can literally go. It's called Live With Lear Level Up and you can literally join it through the link and the link in my instagram as well also has my email list in it so if you want any more info if you want some more tips um you know go and join any of these things to help yourself out a little bit more yeah that's the thing and there's so much free information we get out if you just look for it um so make sure you make the most of all that because we're always giving out advice and content and stuff that we think will be helpful to you definitely and yeah that wraps up this week's episode yeah thank you so much guys for listening again if you have any questions or any suggestions for future episodes don't be afraid to let us know if you do tune in we would love you to take a screenshot listen to this put it on your story and tag both of us because we love to see it i've also got a few tags in people's spotify top five podcasts which is really really cool and that's very exciting as well so yeah give us a tag let us know that you're listening and we will thank you very much for that as well Yeah. Amazing, guys. Thank you. And we will be back next week. Bye.